three, two, one, roll the footage. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I'm Simon Severino, your host. And today, my guest is the Price Whisperer. We are yeah. going to go deep into why you need to work on your pricing, exactly how you need to work on your pricing, and the common mistakes that most of us do, and that Pear will help us not do so much anymore. Welcome, everybody. Pear Surfers. <laughs> All right. Hey, Simon, and hey, everybody. Uh, um, I'm delighted to be on the show and um, hope I can, I can enlighten you on uh, some of the pricing challenges that almost every company has. So. Absolutely. And uh, how, do you, how do you pronounce your name in your country? Because I guess I, I don't get it right. Well, in, in, uh, I'm Swedish, so um, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's Per Sjöfors. If you do it really in Swedish, sounds beautiful. Uh, but I'm trying to anglicize it a little bit, so uh, so I'm 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 saying show force. It's easier for those who speak English. Yeah? Yes, definitely. And pair, what are you currently creating? Well, there, there's a um, there's a. Uh, I mean, obviously, the the my my work or the work in my company is, is all about helping um, other firms with their pricing strategy. And um, that's important for a couple of different reasons. Um, one reason is, is the simple fact that pricing affects profitability more than, uh, I mean, first of all, any company only get profits from three activities. You know, it's, it's the cost of whatever you sell um, or the cost of operation uh, of the company. Uh, it's how much you sell or whatever you sell and it's the price of whatever you sell. And, and of these, um, price is the most effective profit lever. And um, profits, of course, are good because uh, without profits, eventually um, you, you, you go out of business, you know? And, um, and <clears throat> in fact, among average companies, um, a 1% change in pricing, meaning uh, 1% higher price or 1% less discounting affects profitability, increased profitability 11.3%. Uh, um, and let's say that you don't do 1%, but you do 5% and suddenly you have 50% more profits, right? If you're like an average company, and that makes a big difference. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> what I'm working on, I'm, I'm doing a whole series of, of YouTube videos at the, si at, uh, at the current uh, state. And um, I have a, a, a masterclass, uh, everything there is to know about pricing that, that, uh, um, that is available uh, on, 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 my, uh, on the company's website. And, and I'm coming out with a book on, um, uh, it's available today to pre-order from Amazon, but it's going to be available on May 17th. So, um, and, and oddly enough, it's called The Price Whisper. And I'm so excited about it. It's funny that we are both Europeans, but we met in a Los Angeles-based network yes. of, of entrepreneurs. And um, we both run a weekly show there. And your show is about pricing, obviously. And I, I came there and I really learned a couple of new concepts, like the pricing wall, for example, that I didn't know. Yeah. 
And so it's it's really great and very precise work that you're doing. I'm yes. really excited to to go deeper and to share with our whole community sure. the cool stuff oh, that you're doing. One thing is you see a lot of companies leaving money on the table. Um, yeah. Can you can you walk us through some things that you see where people leave money on the table? Yeah, in, in general terms, um, <clears throat> almost all companies are very timid in their pricing. Um, they they <clears throat> they um, they often often they they look at competition and they say, you know, we have to be the same price as competition and. And um, that comes from um, from 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 uh, well, I'm saying timidness. What it really comes from is that they don't know what specific benefits and specific um, um, features and functions that that drives a higher willingness to pay. It it also comes from that they haven't identified the the customer segment that may have a higher willingness to pay than a general market or, or other customer segments. So um, they, um, or if they have identified, they, they've done so from gut feel or guesses um, and, and or maybe, or maybe demographics, um, which has often li little to do with what people are willing to pay for, for a, for a, a product or service. And then, when company goes out and ask their 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 customers, which they sometimes do in in one way or another, about what they're willing to pay, um, customers will lie. Not everybody, of course, but but uh, enough uh, of of customers and prospects will lie that um, they 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 get a a skewed understanding of of the true willingness to pay. So by lying, you mean, yeah, 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 I would pay that, but it's just saying that they would pay. It's not actually paying. So we, when no. we test, we should rather test by letting them pay like 100% of, of the final price or 85%? Well, um, I mean, I, I used to, I, as, a, as an example, um, I mean, would, if, if you're buying a new car and, and you really want it in white, would you tell the car salesman that if you have it in white, I'll pay another two grand? No, you wouldn't. You say, if you have it in white and you'd knock another thousand bucks off the price, I'll buy it. That's what you say. And th this is just human behavior. Um, even though it would be worth for you to pay extra if that car you want is available in white, uh, that's not what you're going to tell the, the the seller, you know, and 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 this leads to a skewed view on what uh, people are actually willing to pay. So, when when um, and and let's let's step back a little here, and <clears throat> and this has to do with the psychology of pricing. And what what I mean with that is that price the price of a product or a service, and this. This works equally well in, in business to business to business to, to consumer um, product and services. Um, the price is, is the, um, the, um, the most powerful message of quality and benefit, right? And um, <clears throat> if you price yourself too low, 
you're always going to uh, see a lower sales volume. And, you know, I've talked to so many people over the years, you know, um, often CEOs of, of, of sort of mid-market companies. Um, they said, well, we increased our price. And to our big surprise, we saw an increase in sales mm -hmm. because they were so underpriced, right? Um, uh, <clears throat> so uh, if, if you're an entrepreneur and, and you want to have at least some kind of understanding in, in your startup company, um, how, how to price, go out and ask two dozen or maybe three dozen potential customers two questions. Ask them, for this product or service, what is a price that is so low that you don't think you're going to buy it because uh, it can't be any good at that price? And then you also ask them this next question, which is, what is a price that is so high that you wouldn't buy it, no matter how good it is, right? And then you take the average of those two points. And, and again, you need to talk to potential customers here, not your family, not your friends. Um, it needs to be complete strangers that, uh, that could be buyers of your, your products, right? Now, if you can't find two or three dozen of those, then you can't find two or three dozen of those that are willing to pay buy your product in the first place, you know, right? <laughs> so, but <clears throat> when you average those two points, you have two price points. One is don't don't um, um, don't price below this point, and the other is don't price above this point, right? So you, at least you have a range of where your prices should be. And then, of course, you need to look at how competition is pricing, and um, but it's a lot more. You know, it's also how they're positioned and and so forth. There's, I mean, there's a whole um, lot more to to learn about this. But this, if you're looking at a um, if you're looking at a startup company, um, this is a, a good starting point. What about the psychology of the numbers? There are different schools, right? There is the school that says. Make it 97, 99, hide, hide the number. And then there are other schools who go 3,000, 12,000, 25,000, straightforward. Yeah. What, is, what is your take on that psychology? Well, um, it really depends on what the product or service is. If this is a, <clears throat> if this is a, um, a product or service uh, that, that's in a highly commoditized place, like, um, you know, um, consumer goods in many cases, you know, um, then uh, pricing on the nine, meaning 99, 97, 95, um, leads to higher sales. And that is because, let's say you have something that is uh, 1995 versus 20, right? Whether it's dollars or euros, it doesn't matter here, you know. Um, when we read the 19, we, we, I mean, it's, we read, we actually read the, the first, the first digit one, you know, and that becomes our anchor. Um, so when we read 1999 or 1995 versus, um, versus um, uh, 20, um, the difference to us is, is $10 or 10 euros, you know, because it's a one and it's a two, right? And that is what the, the rest of the price 
is is sort of just blurred. Um, it's there, but it doesn't make a big difference, you know. Um, so in our minds, there's a there's a ten dollar difference or ten euro difference between nineteen ninety five and twenty, right? So that's why why that works. Um, the the but uh, specific to your question, this is uh, re related to um, products that is very commoditized. If you have a product or a service that is um, highly, um, where you want to position yourself as being um, uh, the the, um, um, the the sort of high, what do you call it, high value alternative. Mm -hmm. um, high benefit alternative, then you will not do the 99 or 95, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, look at luxury goods. They are never sold on 99, right? Because that is, that is something that degrades the, the perception of value. But when, when you're in a, in a, in a very competitive uh, consumer goods market, that's, um, that's not an issue, you know? I remember I once booked a workshop with Seth Godin and he said, hey, we're going to work on your marketing and it's 3000. And it was so different from everybody who was saying, hey, come to my course. It's 199.9731. <laughs> it was so yeah. completely different. It's, it's, hey, it's 3000. OK, uh, yeah. it's good. It, it costs uh, and um, and you can book it if you want. And I, I liked it. And I was like, yeah, it gives me confidence that that's a good workshop. And it was a good workshop. Yeah. Well, there, there's another thing uh, with, with this as well. And, and especially when, when we look at, um, you know, consultants and so forth, um, the, the, the price also becomes a qualifier, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and um, <clears throat> the, the, like I mean, Seth is is um, is is obviously famous for what he does, um, but um, if you, if you even if you're not Seth Godin, um, you want to make sure that a the people that um, uh, buy your services are committed to do whatever you recommend them to do, mm -hmm. and and if you if you have um, <clears throat> if if you made a, a serious investment as a mm -hmm. as a company or as an individual, you are much more likely to follow the advice that you're going to get, as opposed to if that investment's been very low. And <clears throat> that's one of the things why um, why why for example um, loyalty programs should be paid for, right? Mm -hmm. And and I um, I discovered this I in the 1980s I lived in Zurich, and um, and during my time there the the, the 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 Swiss railway company came up with something they called the half price card, and and it was something um, that you paid uh, hundred uh, uh, Swiss francs for, and once you paid it you get half price off the, um, uh, the railroad tickets you know, and um, when this came out, I made a sort of quick ROI calculation, and I realized that uh, if I buy the card and I, I go on three trips, it paid for itself, so I have a positive ROI. Uh, obviously, once I had it, I bought a lot more tickets, but because I had that, I made that investment, 
it 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 um uh, it it made me um uh, look at taking the train more than just driving a lot more you know so uh, and if you look at it for example <clears throat> um here in the states at least amazon prime is uh, i mean they call it a, a membership but it's a loyalty card right mm -hmm. and amazon have 130 million people who are who are who are uh, paying i think it's now 129 dollars a month for being uh, no a year sorry for being um um for being members in amazon prime and and also there's a um, there's a membership store here called costco that has 90 million people that are paying a similar amount uh to be a member in 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 costco and and um and it's it works you know because you made that investment did you see what happened yesterday to netflix they were slaughtered minus 26 percent the price of their stock because they had um a delta of 200,000 subscribers less than than expected do, yeah. do you have a any any hypothesis what's going on there in their price well <laughs> We, historically, we have uh, measured what people are willing to pay for Netflix. And um, we've done this a couple of times. And, and um, we have seen that over time, people's willingness to pay for Netflix subscription has gone up. Uh, but not anymore. Because um, there, there is, A, there is much more competition out there than, than, than it used to be. You know, It used to be Netflix and then... Um, you know, HBO came out and Amazon came out and this Disney came out. Yeah. And, 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 and so there's much, much more competition. And they, what Netflix did, they, they sort of blamed it on people who um, share their, their login details with other family members, which <laughs> is just BS, right? Um, it's because there, there's so many more alternatives out there. And and um, we, we're in a situation that very similar to what it was when uh, when we had cable TV. You know, you you paid a hundred bucks a month and you got I don't know, hundred fifty channels of which you 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 watched seven on the on the average, you know, or five on the average, right? And and now with all the all the streaming choices, we have a similar situation. I mean, I can I can go and and um, <clears throat> and and uh, you know get by a, a a dozen different streaming services and 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 pay a hundred bucks or hundred fifty bucks a month for it, um, but uh, but I don't because I think I have three of them and that's enough you know, and um, and and uh, I don't have the specific urge to to pay more money than than i do for for video streaming and i think my my personal situation is is very similar to others you know one of the concepts that you explain in the book and in your masterclass is segmentation and that's a very very powerful concept that i want you to share with our audience after one word from our sponsors what if your business would run well even when you are on vacation Discover how 1,600 business owners have regained their freedom using the Strategies Prints blueprints. 
how they enjoy living their dream and watching their business scale. Get the exact checklists they use to go from stressed to fulfilled using the Strategy Sprints method. Order your copy of Strategy Sprints 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business on Amazon today. And if you love it, leave us a review. For more information, head over to strategysprints.com. And, and I can I can assure everybody that listens that this is a great book. I've I've read it and uh, and um, it, it it's what I really like is that it's so practical. You know, um, it's it's not. I've read a lot of books about entrepreneurship, and most of them are all about um, um, about sort of getting getting people to take that step into entrepreneurship and. Um, and and um, uh, motivate people. And my belief is that if you if you don't have that motivation from within you, you're not going to be very successful. Um, but what you do need um, is more than motivation. You actually need the the, the, prep, the practical to dos, and that's what the book is full of. So I love it. Thank you so much. Means a lot. And what is segmentation, and how do we do that? <clears throat> well. Um, if you um, if you think about segmentation is is all about so so that, let's again step a little bit back what um, the whole basis of of, of uh, the the services in my company is to measure what people are willing to pay and and we have a method of doing it that I invented and and um, it's it's um, it's it's possible to um, um, to with great accuracy predict sales volume and revenue at different prices. But segmentation then is to split that single measurement in, in different ways. And it starts by doing customer segmentation. And that means identify the profile of those customers that will lead to the highest sales volume and the highest, um, uh, highest um, um, uh, revenue. And it, it sometimes it can be um, very. Um, let me give you some examples. All right, <clears throat> and 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 um, I, I, let me do this for 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 in a project that we did in Europe. Actually, this is a particular um, uh, a particular um, uh, accessory to bicycles. Right, and what we found was that, and we did this in four different countries in Europe, and what we found was that, uh, sorry, three different countries, um, and we found that in one country, the um, the profile of those who led to the highest um, would lead to the highest prices, highest and most profitable prices, were those who used. Um, used the bicycle and and used the the accessory when they were commuting to work in another country um, the uh, what led to the highest um, prices was um, when they used the bike to see family and friends and in the third country um, the, it, it was those who used the bicycle and wanted to use this accessory uh, when they uh, went out in nature that led to that would lead to the highest prices so <clears throat> this means that for the, for this particular vendor they they needed to have different marketing messages 
in different countries. And it meant that they, um, they, they also had to focus differently on, on how they promoted. I mean, the, the, you, you're, you're advertising for somebody who is commuting is going to be very different from your advertising when somebody wants to use the bike to, to go into nature, right? And, and those, those different audiences had different channels where they wanted to learn about this particular accessory. Um, and, and, and it will, it, 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 it overall, um, <clears throat> by, by segmenting the, 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 the customers and by segmenting the marketing messages, as I mentioned, um, it led to an overall market that was about 45 to 50% larger than should they have only a single message um, and a single channel to, uh, to go to market with. Wow, such a small difference makes 45%, yeah. 50% difference. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, but what do, what, do, what, what do most companies do? They don't do this. They say, our market is, is customers who do X, you know? And then they believe that's, that's valid for everybody. No, it's not, you know? So, yeah, it's a little bit more involved when you do segmentation like that. But, but <clears throat> when, 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 when your market can expand from um, sort of, <laughs> say, being uh, in this case, maybe um, 30 or, or so million potential customers to 45 um, potential million potential customers, it makes a big difference, right? And not only that, because, <clears throat> because not only will it expand, expand its potential market, but it also means that for those segments, the, the marketing messages are more relevant, means that it leads to higher willingness to buy. You just came out with your book, The Price Whisperer. Mm -hmm. How was the process of writing the book for you? Oh, um, <laughs> the process was, um, I mean, like, like most entrepreneurs, I, I work quite a bit, you know, so it took a long time, <laughs> but, <clears throat> um, I really started doing the book by, um, I've done a lot of articles and a lot of blog posts and I, I actually had reasons to count them all here a couple of, about a week ago and, and there's 248 of them. Um, and, um, the the uh, that, that's been published in different channels over different over many years you know um so i started by taking them them all and creating sort of one big document of them and my idea was to uh to take these articles and sort of just add some glue text between between the the various articles that didn't work <laughs> <laughs> nice but it try. was a starting point. Yeah, it was a starting point, and and um, <clears throat> um, I ended up having to rewrite almost all of it, you know. But at least I I had that starting starting point, and and uh, and it it um, it it helped me in in my in my thinking of of how to uh, you know what to cover and 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 uh, how to cover it in in the book. But uh, but it was. Um, it was a bit of a, uh, it took a long time. And um, uh, I do a lot of stories in, in the book and a lot of examples. And, um, and, and my publisher were, um, they were adamant that everything needed to have uh, 
proper references and stuff like that, you know. So, um, <clears throat> so it was um, that also took a long time because there are a lot of things that you know, um, but you, you don't exactly know where it comes from, you know. So exactly. <clears throat> I, I I had to do a lot of digging and <clears throat> I. Um, <clears throat> Um, I had a, a VA who spent a lot of time finding those references and so forth. Same so, here. She, she was asking me, hey, Simon, where is this from? And I say, Parmenide, Plato. And she said, no, 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 more recently. And I said, come on, yeah. everything was said by Parmenide, 80%. <laughs> she says, yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. we need it more precise, Simon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the book is, is uh, it's, um, it's, it's distributed um, by uh, Simon & Schuster. So it's going to be in every bookstore in the US. And, uh, and I'm excited to, um, you know, to A, uh, see how many I sell. The, my publisher is saying that this is going to be a bestseller. Um, because I it, hope it, so, because it's yeah. so precise. Your, <clears throat> your work comes from the field. You're, you're a practical yeah. guy. You sit down yeah. with hundreds of companies. You dig in, down into their markets. You, you, you test, you find, you come back, you say, look what I found. And so when these people, when they write a book, that's... It's unbelievable. It's a bargain, right? You're getting yeah. you know, hundreds of hundreds of of hours of, of of real learning in the real field. I mean, that's, yeah, the, that's worth millions <coughs> for most businesses. I, I think, yeah, I think that's actually an important thing I want to talk about before we um, wrap up here. The 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 reason I got into this is that. Um, this pricing game, if you like, is is that I ran companies, you know, and um, I um, I ran uh, two companies in in Europe, um, and then I came here to the states in the mid nineties to establish and 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 run a, a division of a fairly large public company, and and after that I've been running another four companies before I I decided I was too old and too opinionated to be a hired gun, and it was time to start my own. Um, but I, we did experiments with pricing, you know, only because it was an interest area. And some of those experiments worked very well, uh, meaning like next quarter re revenues are up uh, 25%. Other experiments were complete disasters. And what I had learned in business school was so academic and theoretical that it didn't help at all to um, uh, for us to understand why some of those experiments worked. So <clears throat> when I then, 14 years ago, decided I was too old and too opinionated to be a hired gun. I, I started my own company and I um, developed a process that would make every pricing experiment a success. So, and, and, uh, and that's very practical, like you say, if you, if you, theories ain't cutting it, you know. <laughs> and so. people can have it now. They can get the book, which yep. is a bargain, uh, and they can get your newest masterclass, right? Yeah, the masterclass is 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 really um, it's everything there is to know about pricing and pricing process. Um, it's nineteen episodes, nineteen video episodes, um, and uh, and for the audience here, um, for your audience, uh, Simon here, I I, I can offer a, a discount code, twenty percent discount code, because yes, I I do charge for it. There's there's several man months <laughs> of work. Um, in 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 creating that masterclass. So, um, uh, and obviously, it's available from from our website. 
but um, um, and I, and and not only is is it that you get us if if you take the class you get a certificate and <clears throat> and and obviously uh, also some time with me to um, um, you know answer any questions and give some help as as you as you go through your you know best practice pricing journey so to speak so. That's a great offer. Where can we grab it? What's the what's the website? Um, well, it, it's um, um, it's uh, it's it, well. The, the website is my my name, showforce.com, um, and um, and then uh, there's a link there. Masterclass: Develop Your Pricing Process, uh, Pricing Power, I should say. Sorry. So um, I put a link here in the um, in in the chat if uh, if that's uh, distributed to uh, to the audience. With a discount because this masterclass, it's better than Netflix. I was in one of those live <laughs> classes and I learned so much and I am in the yeah. field since since 20 yeah. years. So this is really precise. I'm the first one yeah. to book this pair. I want all 19 lessons and <laughs> I, I think it's cooler than Netflix and uh, also really, really practical from the real field. Yeah, it's really practical. Yeah, just like I mentioned here, if you're an entrepreneur and need to have a starting point for your pricing, find out what those uh, what those limitations on too cheap and too expensive are, and at least you have um, you have a better data point than than trying to look at a competitor. You know, so I mean, what is the best use of our time? If if we are entrepreneurs, if we run a mm -hmm. business, what is really the best use of our time? I, when I have, you know, when I prioritize what to put my attention mm -hmm. on, I always go, okay, how can I increase the price, the frequency of my sales and the conversion rate? These are the three things that matter most to me as a business owner. And yep. if these 19 classes uh, can give me just one idea that works in my business, mm -hmm. I mean, how much is this worth for me? That's, you know, we're talking well, here. You, you, big numbers. Anyone who follows the advice in 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 the masterclass will see a doubling of um, sales growth and twenty five to forty percent higher margins. Now, what do you do with the higher margins? Well, you put it back into your company, of course. You you put it back in the company as more marketing, more product development, or service definitions, and <clears throat> so so it accelerates growth, right? Um, we, um, we, let me just give you um, a couple of examples of, of um, just recent prior customers, you know. Um, we, we just delivered a project to a company who, uh, they sell purified water in dispensers that are all over the place, you know, uh, in, in grocery stores and places like that. And and uh, we we told our client that they could increase prices with between twenty five and forty percent without any loss in sales volume, which they did. And I got a, a note from the CEO that we that they didn't see any loss in um, in sales volume. We gave them fifty million dollars a year. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I got an unsolicited email from. Um, from a, a prior customer we did work for about a year ago, and and he said, he said it was a screenshot from his uh, financial system of some kind, um, and <clears throat> what I can see was that his sales volume was down a little bit, his 
margin was up with 42%, <laughs> you know? Wow. And, and what he said was that, all right, so we sell a little less, which is less work for us, and our margins are up with more than 40%. <laughs> so less headaches, win -win. less work, more money. You know? More life, more money, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and Per, once more for the people who are just listening to the podcast, what's the URL and, and where, what should they click? Okay, so it's uh, showforce.com, S-J-O-F-O-R-S.com, right? And, and uh, there's a tremendous amount of information on the, on the, on the website, not only the masterclass, but there's, um, there's lots of podcasts that I've been interviewed on. There's lots of articles that I've been writing and, and um, also blog posts and so forth. So, so there's a wealth of information for anybody who's interested in, 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 um, in, in getting prices. There's also, <clears throat> you can download a guide to, um, um, to how to, the best practice on how to increase prices. When, if you have, um, if you have returning customers, which I hope you do, there's a process you want to use, you know, um, uh, to increase prices and you can download that guide is, is free. Um, uh, there's a, um, uh, there's a, there's a calculator that, that we cr created very simple where you, you put in your, you put in your, um, your revenue and your costs. And, and then you'll, uh, you can look at <clears throat> price increases or, or decreases in, in discounts and see how much it affects your profitability. So, um, you can, you can very quickly see, um, what, um, what a few percent difference in, in price will do for your business. This yeah. is so relevant. This is so yeah. relevant. Not everybody knows the increase the impact of a price increase on their profitabilities <laughs> super yeah. would you know this that in a, <laughs> this is amazing you know um we did a we did a study uh, to a, a statistically significant number of um, american ceos here and and we we asked them we started to this to say that profitability only comes from three variables eh? um the cost the sales volume and the price and an 82% of American CEOs believe that it's the sales volume that affects pricing the most. Mm. And only 12% say profits. it's prices. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't that realize that if you increased, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you, um, obviously if you increase sales, you increase cost, right? Because mm -hmm. there's some kind of cost of goods sold and, and, um, even if you're in a service business or a software business where the, the actual cost of, of selling another unit is low, there's customer support and stuff like that. And there's development yeah. costs that needs to the be Cost added. of sales, cost of work yeah. going up. Correct. Yeah. So, but only, only 12% now. And, and those are typically the companies who um, are aspiring or already are the market leaders in in their in their field you know mm. so were these public companies or private well these were they, they were a mix of of private and and public companies so sometimes <laughs> but the there public is a, companies they they make they mix it up because they they think just in three months and and just in what shareholders want to see 
Yeah, but there is a um, there's a uh, there's a strong correlation between. We just did a um, um, an uh, analysis of of public companies, and we looked at um, revenue and valuation, mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> and there is a there is a strong correlation between uh, between revenues and um, revenues, profits, and and valuation. You know, mm -hmm. so. Um, um, and and we did this just because we you know we don't have access to the financial data for private companies obviously so so we did it for for, for these public companies so so it it's makes a, a difference if you're an entrepreneur you own your company you want to make sure that you maximize revenue and you maximize profits super interesting this week is full of earnings reports i'm watching them mm -hmm. very closely in a couple hours in the tesla earning reports I'm, I'm watching them very closely. Revenues are going up, but you don't know. You don't know what's happening. You, we've seen Netflix yesterday. Sometimes yeah. the gap is quite big. <clears throat> yeah. And, and um, I mean, uh, the share price of any company is really a, um, it's, it's a, it's a belief in the future, in the future of a company, you know, <clears throat> and, and in, in, in Netflix case, um, obviously, when when um, they had the same dip when when uh, when Disney Plus came out, right? That was two years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but Disney Plus also they they um, um, I think they're only five bucks a month, right? So um, so there there, there is. Um, the the, the, the the competition is increasing very substantially in the streaming space and there's there's still new streaming companies coming out you know and and um, <clears throat> and and uh, there's so much choices and um, um, I I think the market is simply oversaturated and that's what um, that's what we see with with Netflix um, loss of, uh, of of subscribers you know and they they increased their prices two months ago right thank you so much pair for being here sharing your wisdom your journey your tools your masterclasses with us and even a 20 percent oh. discount on your newest masterclass and people let's get this masterclass let's increase our our profitability in the end by increasing our price how yeah. how cool is that well, so, thank you. Um, yeah, th thank you, Simon, for having me. And, and I hope this is um, of interest for, for the people watching and, uh, and that I've um, added some value to, to your day, you know, so. Absolutely. I will also collect the questions that we, that we get and maybe we can do a second uh, oh, absolutely. one in, 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 a later, in a later month to, to, to answer those questions. Yeah, I'm all for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pear. Keep rolling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategiesprints.com. What if your business would run well even when you are on vacation? Discover how 1,600 business owners have regained their freedom using the Strategy Sprints blueprints how they enjoy living their dream and watching their business scale. Get the exact checklists they use 
to go from stressed to fulfilled using the Strategy Sprints method. Order your copy of Strategy Sprints 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business on Amazon today. And if you love it, leave us a review. For more information, head over to strategysprints.com.